This episode of Manage Smarter is presented by AdMall, Sales Fuel's sales intelligence program for media and agencies that help sales teams sell smarter. Learn more about AdMall at AdMall.com. Welcome to the Manage Smarter podcast with hosts C. Lee Smith and Audrey Strong. We're glad you're here for discussions on new ways to manage smarter, hire, develop, and retain talent, improve results, and propel team performance to new heights. This is the Manage Smarter podcast. You know, with all the media companies merging, acquisitions right and left, our guest today is an expert in managing through that and a whole bunch of other things as well. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Manage Smarter Podcast. I'm Audrey Strong, Vice President of Communications here at SalesFuel. I'm Celie Smith, the CEO of SalesFuel. And Audrey, yes, yeah, like someone from media is actually a great person to be talking about how to manage through transition, mergers, and acquisitions. So, Tom, we're th- thrilled to have you on the show today. Well, thank you very much for having me. I'm excited to spend some time with you both. Well, okay, listeners, Tom Ray is the executive vice president of Jim Doyle and Associates. He's also the author of an Amazon bestseller called Branding is Out, Results Are In, Lessons for the Local Advertiser. And he's an expert in not only local advertising and media, but as well as management, has a few tips as well for some of the mistakes that many of you are most likely making. So thanks, Tom, for coming to the microphones. Thanks for having me. Yeah, and this is something that really transcends media, but it's like, so let's just talk about that. that that's, that's your area of expertise, but I think it, it certainly applies into anybody whose company is getting bought and sold, whether it be a healthcare ent- ent- entity or anything else. So, you know, what's the first thing a manager should do once the press release hits the wires then that their company has been acquired or, or is being sold to somebody else? Yeah, uh, great question. I, you know, I think uh, being a calming effect uh, on the team is absolutely critical, um, and transparency is probably the other word that, that I would use as well. Uh, look, uh, the biggest issue in working for somebody is trust. Uh, do I trust my leadership? So as a manager, uh, you continue that trust that you've developed by being transparent, sharing what you know that is appropriate for your team to know, um, and uh, and I just think, um, you know, being supportive of, of what's happening. Uh, we have this conversation a lot in our company because our world, the media world, is, is in a, an amazing transition period right now. Mergers, acquisitions happening left and right. Who's going to own who? That's the world that we live in. Mm-hmm. And, you know, uh, I always say job security is a mindset. Mm-hmm. And as a manager, I'm sharing with my people Do your job to the best of your ability, and that is your job security right there. Uh, I remember uh, early on in my media sales career um, as an account executive and being in a scenario where uh, we were acquired, and one of my brilliant colleagues looked at me and he said, I'll never forget these words. He said, Tom, in chaos, there is opportunity. And -hmm. what he was saying was, put your head down. Do your, do your best work right now is the time to shine, and that's the type of person that new owners are looking to um, uh, promote and, and keep on board. So, uh, you know, I would just say, you know, be transparent with your team, uh, be that, that piece of stability and rock uh, uh, to your, your, your team members, um, and just let them know that, uh, uh, that, the, that they can trust you. Uh, and, and come to you with you know th- thoughts of concern or not, and that you'll you'll be as honest with them and, and transparent as possible. 
what are the things that the manager has to do then going up the other direction than managing up? Uh, I think much of the same uh, holds, holds true. Uh, I think it's, uh, do, you know, now's the time to shine. You know, now's the time to do the best work. What's happening with all of these mergers and acquisitions is, is look, sure, there are areas of efficiency that can occur, but from a management perspective, uh, you know, these companies are, they're buying assets, but part of those assets are people, and they're mm -hmm. looking for really good people uh, who, um, uh, again, uh, are managing their team well, are, are keeping them calm, are hitting the predetermined numbers, uh, and and uh, <laughs> I hate to kind of say, uh, you know, making as few waves as possible, but just being that consistent go-to, I can count on them and focus on other areas that, were, that need my attention. So now's the time to work hard. So it, I've worked, uh, and then in terms of brand evolution or the machinery and the under the engine, I I've, was involved in a brand, sub-brand of a major brand, that the, their brand evolution and what, what are we doing and what, are we, what changes are we making was years. And yeah. it was very unsettling. And so what's the advice for managing through a protracted period of acquisition or brand evolution? Yeah. Uh, well, well, first of all, um, brand is a, a, a sensitive word with me. I'm the guy that wrote the book, Branding is Out. Yep. So let, let okay. me just clarify from the very, very beginning. I understand that brands are important. I absolutely understand that brands matter. I understand that for every business, it's important to uh, 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 carefully plan a brand and then maintain it with radical consistency. And I can't stress that enough, radical consistency of the brand. Through a transition like this, for the management level, uh, and for I think you know the listeners of this podcast and the theme of this podcast, uh, my advice would be worry about the things you can control, mm -hmm. and don't worry about the things that you cannot control. Brand extensions, brand evolutions are going to occur, um, and they're going to occur probably at a at a different level in a different department and be communicated to you, but I don't know how much of a dramatic effect any manager is gonna have as a brands evolved and are determined. Uh, so I, I would worry less about, you know, gosh, where are they going? What, you know, what's gonna be the brand? Um, you know, what colors are they gonna choose? How's the logo gonna, you know, I don't worry about that stuff. Do what your day-to-day -day activity is and do it, do it really well. Um, and, and focus on the things that you can control. Um, and don't worry so much about the things you can't. And the other thing that I would add is, by the way, as much as we all like to believe that we determine our brand, um, it's not us that determine the brand. Mm -hmm. It's the marketplace that determines a brand. So, again, I can't control. We can, we can do our best to kind of steer and hopefully predict, but ultimately it's going to be what the marketplace wants to label us as or determine us as that will determine our brand. And, and that's where I was wanting to head to next because it seems to me that the ones most affected by a branding change through, through a merger or an acquisition, you know, it, not so much the employees or whatever because the, you know, the, the name on the paycheck changes or something like that, but I'm thinking about the end customers, the clients, the accounts, uh, and far as because they've had a brand. Now, in television or whatever, the call letters stay the same. 
Yeah. So that, 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 that's no big deal. And a newspaper masthead remains the same, however. It's like, but the thing is, the media do like to talk about themselves. And so everyone wants to talk about, oh, it used to be a gatehouse paper. Now it's a Gannett paper, even though it's owned by Gatehouse and all that kind of stuff. Right. So uh, to me, I would think that stability, though, is, is really key here because the relationship that, uh, say, in this case, a client, a customer then has with your company, your, your team, I mean, your company is that, that sales rep in this particular case, uh, or, or could just as easily be a customer service rep or somebody who, who they work with regularly. That's that personal connection then. So uh, maintain a sense of stability through uh, what is upheaval, or at least it has the appearance of upheaval. I would think it'd be really critical, wouldn't you think? Almost oh, definitely. I think you're spot on, Lee. What well said, you know, again, it's, it, that falls in line with what we've already discussed today and that is worry about the things that you can control um, stability from the management end but by all means those frontliners boy you know whether it's a salesperson whether it's a customer service person um, they have dramatic impact they're called impact they're called frontline for a reason that's mm -hmm. the first touch point and uh, they play a very critical role so um, you know in the case of, a, of an acquisition or a merger uh, you know, what are the things to bring to the marketplace? Um, uh, not only stability, but, uh, you know, we, are we a bigger company now? Do we have more resources at our disposal? Are we a, an even better partner for you uh, to side with? Um, you know, this merger was, you know, here's the reasons that it was done. It makes us uh, an even bigger player in our space. All the more reason for you to feel comfortable about your partnership with us. We uh, here at SalesFuel, out of my department, you know, we put together these these decks, messaging decks, you know. And so, I would say, don't be shy about going to whoever's in charge of that and ask for what what are the bullet points. So we're all explaining this the same way across the board. Yeah, brilliantly said. You know, nice, uh, uh, concise. What does this mean to you? And in most cases, to the end user, it really doesn't mean a whole heck of a lot. We're still going to be the right platform for you. Uh, we're still going to, you know, put our resources and maybe even more resources together for you. Maybe we now have access to even greater research to help be more targeted, et cetera. Um, and, uh, uh, but, but most of the end users probably aren't going to notice much of a difference. Yeah, and one of the other things that happens with this is a, is a culture change. So as a manager, how can we uh, prevent this us versus them mentality? It's like, oh, yeah, we're, we're, the, Sin we're the Sinclair people. We're not the next star people or that, that sort of thing. It's those people over there, we got to watch out for those. And I said, what can we do then to, to you know, drop that, those preconceptions and, and that us versus them superiority or inferiority complex that might come along with that? Yeah, I think that that may be even a little bit more sensitively and, and a little bit more touchy. Um, again, you know, speaking to the managers that are, are participating in the podcast, um, you know, whether it's Sinclair, Nextar, Gatehouse, Gannett. Um, and we love them all, right, Tom? We love all, every one of them. Yeah, and we do. And there is, there is most definitely corporate cultures but there are also local cultures. Right. And so, you know, as a manager, what are you doing to maintain the consistency of the, you know, the culture of your sales team that you have greatest impact on? Um, sure, you know, we may require a different uh, format of reporting, uh, more reporting. It might make, take longer to get resources that we've requested. But, uh, you know, again, locally, 
What are you doing to support the culture of your particular department? And as a manager, that's what you can affect. And, and, and the big mistake that I think a manager can make is when these transitions occur is blaming the new Oh, yes. Ownership, the the new uh, uh, entity in charge. Well, you know, I wish we could have, but they won't, you know, and it's not an us and them. And it's, you know, one of the biggest mistakes that that managers or any employees make is that reference to us and them. It's a we at that point. You know, Mm -hmm. when when the ownership has changed, it's a we. And, And, you know, you may have to, you know, adjust and adjust pretty quickly. But uh, but I would recommend you do so, and as opposed to the us and them mentality. And through some of the things that I've read and heard about you, I know this is this is a, a word that's very near and dear to your heart, and something you believe very strongly in. But mergers and acquisitions are also a time for great consistency. Yeah, no doubt about it. Um, you know, we are such big believers in consistency, uh, uh, concentration of focus. Those are some of the the you know the Doyle principles that that we share. Um, not only uh, you know with with our our media partners, but certainly with their advertisers. That's what our focus is. Um, and, uh, and, and yeah, so the best way to to put that is consistency in doing good work, and that's what shines. And 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 look, uh, recruitment is so difficult these days. Um, you know, employment in, in, in unemployment rates are at all time lows and, and people are moving from job to job. And, uh, you know, so, so these companies, again, they value good employees and, and whatever you can do to demonstrate that and demonstrate that on a consistent basis. Uh, that's where I say, you know, job, job uh, security is a mindset. So you, you, the book called Branding is Out, Results Are In leads to what you said, which is, if you've been acquired and even if you're on the other side of the seesaw and you're in the acquiring company, make your unit shine, right? And then you also say another number one mistake for to get the results that you want is don't look at the latest shiny new thing and implement that and then expect instant change. Well, uh, I think that's more of a target advice towards advertisers. Um, And and I shouldn't say you shouldn't look at at shiny new objects, but um, don't be so quick to abandon what has brought you the greatest amount of success. Uh, And that's in line with the consistency that Lee just spoke about as well, I think. Uh, You know, one of our our consultants uh, uh, has a great line, and I, I think its brilliance is in its simplicity. Find out what works and do more of it. (laughs) <laughs> I love to share that. I love that. Well, and so many times I see is that they don't give it an opportunity to work and they don't do enough of it to give it an opportunity to work. Well, yeah, yeah, that is, you know, that is the basic foundation of our consultancy, particularly with local advertisers is, uh, you know, spreading it around too much. And, and it's, it's interesting. That is, it, it, and it took me a number of years, even within this company to recognize that that flies in the face of what most American business minds believe. I mean, the idea is uh, diversify. That's, uh, you know, that's what spreads the risk. So spread it around. And that's what most American business minds wake up thinking every day is is spread the risk, spread it around. That's the smart play. Mm -hmm. And in certain instances, 
you know, we have found the opposite to be true, and, and particularly with advertising, and that speaks to the biggest mistake that most local advertisers make anyway, and that is they spread their ad dollars too thin and don't do any one thing to the degree that it can be effective. Yeah, they so, think about the, re the reach and frequency. They don't think so much about the share of voice. Yes, exactly. And that's exactly where that lesson comes into play. So the pendulum is swinging back the other direction as a best practice, perhaps. <laughs> Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, I think so. I think so. Sure. <laughs> but, you know, and, and, but, the, but, but tie a bow on that, though, it's like thinking about management through transition and mergers and acquisitions. Like it really can, can tie back into the title of your book. It's like branding is out. Don't worry about the branding. You can't control the branding anyway or whatever, but worry about the results. Now is the time where you have to generate the best results because, you know, a new broom sweeps clean. They're looking to make changes and they're looking for a way to pay for their acquisition or something like that. You want to make sure that you're not, <laughs> you're not the payment that gets made here and, and you won't be as, as long as you have high performance. Well, yes, again, you know, there's, everyone's looking for good talent, not only recruitment, but also retention. Uh, and, uh, uh, you know, do your job well, do it consistently uh, and, and show your value to to the new ownership. I have a question. I want your opinion on this, and maybe it's a simple Simon kind of question, a simpleton, but if you're, if you're in the, the big turtle that's acquiring the little turtle, you shouldn't assume that you're safe, right? I mean, you should apply that whatever side of the equation you're on in an acquisition. Oh, yeah, I would definitely agree with that. Okay. Um, uh, sure. Uh, again, you, you know, we're acquiring and maybe the big turtle is acquiring the little turtle for a reason. That little turtle is doing something well. And there's, you know, there's, there's tremendous talent within that company. Uh, so sure, uh, you know, ta talent will always rise to the top. I mean, there's two people in a redundancy, right? So <laughs> Yes, exactly. <laughs> exactly. In, in, yeah, in most cases, you know, yeah. again, you know, acquisitions occur because of, uh, uh, you know, economies of scale and efficiencies, that's where those changes come in. Um, uh, but, uh, you know, I would assume that a lot of the listeners to this are in the sales management capacity. You know, that's where you can shine and show your value. What's next for the media industry as far, in terms of mergers, acquisitions, development? I mean, you know, what do you see two, three years out from now? Well, um, we haven't seen the last of it. Nope. Uh, you know, there, there are still uh, companies to be acquired and changes and mergers to happen. Um, I always say I'm less of a futurist and more of a presentist, if, yeah. if that makes sense to that, you. That's a word. You can. Yeah. You can yeah. I like that word. I like inventing <laughs> words. You know, the, the, the presentist, you know, I, I, I focus on what's going on today and I spend less time about worrying what the future is going to like it, look like in a couple of years. There's much smarter people than me that are doing that. But, you know, I, look, uh, digital is, is only going to grow in its importance. Um, you know, the, these, these media companies um, are investing tremendous amounts of money uh, in, and, and have for years mm -hmm. to, quote, win the digital space. And everyone wants to be first and, and and you know that's maybe that you know careful about chasing shiny objects uh comment that that you referenced a little bit earlier but that but but from the ownership perspective no they'll continue to pour a tremendous amount of resources into uh understanding the digital space and and, and critically communicating that down and providing good toolkits to their um uh 
frontliners to, to take to market. Well, what we equated to the advertisers is actually something that we see managers of all types do a lot of. It's like they don't give thing, an initiative an opportunity to work. They don't give it enough resource. They don't give enough time for it to work. And then a month later, hey, I got another idea. Let's try this. And now we're going we're gonna to drop that idea. And now we're going to ha have a uh, almost whiplash effect where we're trying to chase down another new idea. And, you know, startups are hard. They take time to, to work or whatever. And all we're doing is perpetually starting new things and completing none of them if, if we're not careful. Yeah, Lee, you know, I, I think, at least in my observations, in the media world, and I get into, you know, lots of, uh, lots of specifically broadcast television stations more than anything, but I think one of the, that is one of the biggest mistakes that managers make, is lack of consistency. Uh, today, we're going to measure how many calls you made. Uh, and all of a sudden that becomes the new initiative and, and, you know, the veteran salespeople tell the newbies, you know what, don't worry about it. It's don't listen to that. It'll go away. In another It'll day. go away. It's going to change in 60 <laughs> days because in 60 days we're not measure number of calls. We're going to measure yeah. only closing or only the number of proposals that you write or only the number of cold calls that you make. And, and so, you know, pick one, make that your theme, your culture, stick with it. Uh, particularly from a an accountability metric. Well, if you want help from this gentleman, you are so good at so many things, Tom. Advertising, sales, management, Twitter. Is that a good way to get a hold of you, Thomas E. Ray? Because Thomas the, E. Ray, sure. Yep. And uh, jimdoyle.com is the website, and um, obviously you're you know you're an author, consultant. We reach uh, encourage everybody to reach out to you. It's it's been great to to learn from you today. Appreciate well, it. Well, thank you so much, and, and uh, I so value what you guys do as well. Uh, you're a wonderful resource, so uh, it's been a real privilege to spend some time with you today. Thank and you. And a lot of your clients are our clients or whatever, and, and we work really well together and, 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 and serving them, so we're thrilled to have you on, and uh, thanks for coming. Uh, thank you guys so much. It's been a, a pleasure. Thank you. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed the show, please rate and recommend on iTunes, Overcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. You can also get more great information at salesfuel.com. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.